Hey guys, it's Yendamele here, and I know that it's been a long time since I've uploaded an episode for this podcast series. I also find it kind of ironic that the last episode that I uploaded was titled Back from the Dead. Since that episode was posted, there has been a lot that's going on within my life that has affected both my ability to record and my motivation to upload and record as well. But I've started getting back to it now, and I've been recording as of lately because I really do love this series. And I love getting to speak my mind on things that really matter to me, and I also really like the engagement that I get with people that enjoy and support this podcast as well. And for any of those who are listening to this after my long hiatus, I appreciate it. This episode was recorded days after I graduated from my college, and I dive into my thoughts about moving forward with my life and where things are going to go from here. So, if you're about to play this, go ahead, sit back, relax, kick your feet up, grab a nice drink, watch the world burn outside your window, and let's go ahead and dive into this. It has been a long time coming worked really hard for this moment and it's definitely been a while since my last episode but that's because amazing things have been going on and one of those amazing things is that your boy graduated what is up everybody it's your boy yendi mela back at it with another episode of college chronicles i've definitely got a lot to catch y'all up on so let's go ahead and dive in so as you know i've mentioned previously that i've been doing acting and film for a while as you could imagine A lot of productions and a lot of film projects have been stopped or brought to a halt because of the current viral pandemic that we're still getting through. But your boy has still been working hard at it. I've had to do a lot of auditions, most of them at home, and still lining up a lot of work for myself that hopefully I will get the thumbs up on. One of the major events that has happened since the last time I've recorded for this podcast is that I took this past month to heavily focus and finalize a project that was very, very important for me. And that project was called Project H, otherwise known as my book, A Hunter's Game. I had personally spent the last five years writing, rewriting, and editing that book. And that book alone and the work that I put into it was so genuinely valuable to me that I didn't want that story to go to waste. There were a lot of nights where I stayed up late writing for that. There were a lot of nights where I on there were a lot of times where I just honestly didn't know where to take the next step and that's a major part of why it took me so long to do this book because I just didn't have the proper guidance as to where I need to go and who I needed to talk to and what I needed to do on my end in order to get this done. Major level of gratitude and appreciation to my mother and I had finally got it finished April 25th. I sent it in and it was officially released to the public on May 1st. Since then I have had an unbelievable i don't want to say overwhelming because it's not overwhelming at all but it's definitely an unbelievable level of love and support on this book i've had countless sales definitely more sales than i was expecting the book to have and the truth is is that i'm honestly just so blessed and humbled with the fact that so many people would be interested 
and appreciate my work, especially something that I spent so much time working on. So that's where my head's really been for the last month. On top of that, you know, is just navigating, navigating my life and adjusting to the current circumstances. And, you know, it's not it's not something that happens. Adjusting to this situation isn't something that happens overnight. And then you're just, you know, you're set. It is a daily battle. It is a daily battle to maintain a healthy sleep schedule, maintain a healthy diet and workout schedule oddly enough from home you'd think that because we are all at home right now that it would be easier for us to manage our lives and manage our time but the truth is it's actually the most difficult but I think I'm proud to say that because I took myself seriously enough and I took the goals that I wanted seriously enough for myself to kind of break my bad habits and create new and healthier ones, I'm happy to say that I both look and feel healthier mentally and physically far more than I did before this pandemic and before the quarantine happened. I'm definitely in better shape. I definitely have a lot more self-value and happiness and I have learned to utilize this time as an opportunity instead of seeing this situation as a limitation because the truth is is that we're not for people who are lucky enough for people who are lucky enough to not constantly worry about paying bills and paying the rent and keeping a roof over their head while providing food and other things for their families for people who are lucky enough to have a low level of responsibilities not only to their family but also to their survival for people who are lucky enough to have that and to have such free time and in my case work remotely from home you know it took me a long time to see this situation as an opportunity as opposed to you know i originally blamed the pandemic for the reason being why my life wasn't moving forward or why I felt like I wasn't happy and I wasn't progressing. And the reality from the very start of it was that that the pandemic wasn't the problem, I was the problem. And so this, the coronavirus and the stay at home order have absolutely forced me to take a stronger step towards self-reflection and self-regulation because there was no outside obligations that were forcing me to get up in the morning. There was nothing that I that was required of me beyond taking care of the family and taking care of the household needs and bills occasionally. And so, you know, originally I looked at that and I'd be like, oh, sweet. Now I get to sleep in. But then that threw off my whole sleep schedule. And, you know, I'd fall asleep at like 3 a.m., wake up at 1 and you just feel really sluggish and unmotivated and dissatisfied with the day because it's like, shit, well, I slept through half of the day already. I mean, what more could I possibly get done? And I'd just be very lazy and lethargic. Now, I've actually kind of whipped myself into shape. And this took a long time. And it's still, like I said, a daily battle. But I forced myself to get on a legitimate schedule to where I can fall asleep at a certain time and wake up early in the morning. I'll immediately, just the second I wake up, clock turns off. I jump out of bed and I just work out immediately. A big part of getting up early is just doing something, literally anything, just because you need to be physically active so that 
at least and this is in my opinion and just my experience more once you get physically active your body and your brain starts waking up a little more and it's harder to hit that snooze button and just lay back down so i immediately get up and do my workout early early in the morning i i take a cold shower cold showers are a great wake up call too but i'll work out shower clean myself up get ready for the day and i'll actually be working whether it be for acting or for my talent agency or originally before i graduated or even studying before most people have gotten up and you know it took me a full month to create this habit but and i still i still have to work on a daily basis to maintain it but it's definitely benefited me and as i said it just took me such a long amount of time to recognize that the problems that I felt were negatively afflicting my life weren't external. They were actually, most of them were very internal. And a lot of my problems and a, and a major source of my anger and frustration or me being unhappy was that I didn't have my life in order. So that whether or not this situation happened and whether or not I was forced at home, I still would have felt no different than I did when life was quote-unquote normal before this uh, before this whole situation erupted so you know if there's anything to learn out of what we as a whole society are dealing with from this current problem is that we can still lead very active productive and happy lives even from from working and staying mostly at home the major factor as to whether or not we lead those happy and functional and productive lives is about how much we truly care about ourselves and how and also removing the lies that we tell ourselves throughout the day i learned that a major part of why i wasn't being as productive or i wasn't progressing as much in certain things that i wanted to was because i kept lying to myself about how much i was actually working to accomplish whatever goal i had set out for myself or working to complete the job or task that i needed to be done and once you really look at yourself in the mirror and you and you call yourself out on your own bullshit and not just call yourself out but you also act on it once you're able to find this balance of recognizing when you're not being entirely honest and accurate with yourself and then taking action to counter it and actually take a step further towards that goal or whatever you need to get done life it feels easier and on top of it feeling that life is easier it's actually a lot happier i it's definitely changed both my mentality and my perspective on myself and what i'm doing throughout the day and also just productivity overall i spent a lot of time trying to publish this book that i just told you about which by the way is now available on amazon go if you're interested it's a fictional thriller check it out and once you're done reading leave a five-star review for your boy you know what i mean um anyways publishing a book that i worked on for a long time editing and managing multiple podcasts managing a magazine that constantly needs to be updated and stay in the loop and keep information running and also being a talent agent and trying to find myself work and finding my other and finding other actors contracted with his work between all of that and trying to do this and also just do things that personally make me happy like my music and my workouts and stuff like it's a lot to juggle to some people it would be overwhelming 
some people wouldn't even bother taking on the level of responsibility or the number of tasks that I have. And so, and even for me, there's many days where I look at everything that I got to do and I just, I'm just like, shit, like, can I just drop half of my, (laughs) half of my responsibilities for the day or for the week or just forever? (laughs) But you know, I stopped looking at the situation as if, or I stopped looking at the responsibilities that I had as a burden you know one of the ways i started being more honest with myself and one of the one of the helpful ways that i was able to kind of call myself out on my own bs and learn where i was lacking in that was affecting my productivity was i said okay well i have to get a b and c done um did i work and and i and i kind of like I'd kind of go through this conversation in my head. I'd be like, so what did I really work on today and how long did I work on it? And, you know, then I'd go through that and I'd be like, okay, what did I, what did I not get done today and why didn't it get done? And then the most, I think the most important part was finding the times where I was purposely distracting myself or I was purposely being lazy. Like, oh, I, I took an extra 15 minutes uh, for my lunch break than I should have or... I told myself I was going to submit this audition tomorrow when I really should have sent it today or last night or whatever, or I haven't even cleaned my room. And, you know, I've been watching a couple of interesting videos and interviews of Jordan Peterson. And one of the most interesting things that I heard him say to an inter- to the person he was being interviewed by was this, and it was, it wasn't verbatim, but it was something along the lines of this. And he said, if you can't clean your room, how do you expect to lead yourself and handle any other task throughout the day when you can't do something so simple? And that really hit home for me because I started looking at, well, shoot, it, I can't, I'm not cleaning up my own room. And so I started t- I started really looking at myself and saying, well, I've made excuses here, here, and here, and I failed to complete these fundamental tasks, not just for my business or for a certain project. I failed to do these personal tasks for my own livelihood. And if I fail to, if I continuously fail on taking care of these daily responsibilities just for my own sake, how can I expect myself to be able to manage an entire team of editors and people to write articles for? Or how can I expect myself to manage editing and putting out multiple podcasts hence the long pause for college chronicles and so i you know i just had to be real with myself uh, and i i you know i wouldn't say that my room is spotless right now because you know party for graduation but since i started having those honest talks with myself and recognizing well i need to be able to take care of the little things meticulously so i can pay more attention to detail and be able to handle the bigger things if i can't handle tasks that simple then i won't be able to handle tasks that are more complex than that and that is just the reality is if you're incapable and this is it's not just that it is the reality but it is my opinion on a reality. I want you to keep this in mind. These are all just opinions. They aren't hardcore evidence and hardcore facts. My opinion about reality is now, at least, that if you are capable of handling the small things in life in order to take care of yourself, you won't be successful when it comes to handling the larger task at hand or taking on greater opportunities and taking on greater challenges. 
me know there are certain cases where you know people just glide by i mean that's what i did for some of my college classes i would just glide by I, not barely but i just do the bare minimum i do the bare minimum of the bare minimum and get by and you can only live on autopilot like that for so long eventually you are going to have to take stronger responsibility and more accountability for yourself and how you're leading your own life otherwise you're going to continue lying to yourself and then 10 20 30 years later down the line there's going to be this mountain of regret and unhappiness and dissatisfaction because you knew all those years or in all that time you were constantly lying to yourself and not being realistic about how you were managing your time and managing your life and now you've got missed opportunities you're stuck at a job that you don't like or you just missed out on experiences and chances that you were completely in control of and were fully capable of getting but you missed them because you lied all because you didn't clean your room <laughs> that's a crazy that's a crazy thing right you know one of my struggles in life is seeing the big picture and there are sometimes when i do see the big picture especially for things like my book there are times when i do see the big picture but i don't thoroughly think through the steps that it will take and the process that has to happen in order to get to that big picture or make that picture a reality if we're able to acknowledge the times that we are being lazy or purposely distracting ourselves from work that we know that needs to get done then we've already made a huge step forward personally just for for ourselves and for our own lives and for our own efficiency and our own happiness you know by keeping yourself continuously active while acknowledging and slowly removing the negative habits that are that are affecting you it will dramatically make a much more positive impact in your life the other thing i wanted to talk about in this episode was graduation <laughs> your boy's done at least with undergraduate i got my bachelor of science in business management and entrepreneurship i am very proud of myself and i'm very happy and i actually vividly remember the last class that i had and it was very odd for me you know i i gave my final presentation it was a huge hit it worked out perfectly i ended up getting an a in that class and i remember signing off of the obviously just like every other class or every other school we're doing it through zoom or we're doing it some some type of facetime or skype session and so i remember logging out of that class and closing my computer and i was i was genuinely happy and i was super hyped and excited and i told my mother i was like jumping up and down i was like that was my last class i'm out of here we're done let's go da, 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 da. and then i remember about five or so minutes after that initial conversation i sat down i sat down in my room and then I ended up just bursting into tears because it wasn't just that I finished this class. That was a clear sign that I had, or I was closing a chapter of my life. I just thought of all the effort, all of the stress, all of the late nights, all the pain, both mentally and physically that I had to endure to get to this point, to call myself a college graduate. And I just fell apart because I put so much work and I put so much effort into getting to this point and I finally made it. I finally made it and so you know they were pure tears of joy they were pure tears of joy and I it was honestly just such an emotional experience for me and even on the day of graduation of course the virtual ceremonies and the virtual graduation will never be the equivalent of the physical ceremony that all of us deserve which I know and hope that we will soon have 
but to me honestly it's still i still felt that level of pride i still i still felt a level of joy and just because i couldn't celebrate it physically with the rest of my students and the rest of my class of 2020 and i didn't personally get that diploma passed off by the president or the dean of the school just because that didn't happen it did not take away the value of that accomplishment for me i still felt incredibly proud of myself and i i can't explain to you the level of happiness that i had not just because of how uh how how proud i was for finally accomplishing this and getting through the four years and making it this far but also the amount of love and support that i have for my family and my close friends and other people that know me like it's just it was such a surreal experience for me i do believe that once we start being able to see each other again and we start having public events again and it's okay to you know walk down the street or go to the store and or, or you know host host parties and events and graduations and stuff that there will be a time where we have our physical graduation and we will get that genuine experience and it'll be fantastic a big fear of mine graduating was that my life wasn't going to be as fun as it was during my years on campus. I was very afraid that my life was just going to become very dull, that I was going to be stuck or forced to work some type of job just to pay the bills and get by and provide for the family. And so I was just going to be stuck in this kind of corner office situation where I was into traffic, into work, and then back into traffic and then back home and i'd just be exhausted by the end of the day and that would just i it would just become monotonous it would become dull and the excitement will, from my life would fade away and i wouldn't be able to travel or i wouldn't be able to do uh, a bunch of the fun things or see see my friends or go out as often as i used to and it took me a long time to change my perspective on that but i now see that there's far more to life than college there's far more to life than the life on campus and in the dorms and don't get me wrong those experiences are always going to have a special place in my heart there will be nothing that can compare to that sense of you know i want to say community and brotherhood that we had along inside the dorms and just you know late night dorm parties or college campus parties that stuff those experiences will never change and there will be nothing similar to that but i do know that there are th there are experiences in life that can or will be better than that and you know for me that was you know getting this book done and just graduating itself was an experience that was incredibly satisfying and you know to to go to go back to what i was saying about my fears of life being dull or not being as fun or not seeing as many friends there's definitely some major shifts that are going to happen at least for people who can relate to me who lived on campus or even if you were a commuter the one of the major changes that's going to happen is that we're not going to be surrounded by our friends i mean that's literally my four years became a bubble and i'd imagine that some of you can relate to me on this because 
we are surrounded, even if you go to a large school, you're typically surrounded by the same circle, especially if you got like a close set of friends, you're surrounded by the same circle, surrounded by the same people or the same crowd for a very, very long period of time. And occasionally that crowd will shift. You know, some people transfer, some people go to other schools, some people don't, some people uh, you just get out of touch with. But for the most part, you're around the same group of people for a very long period of time. And so to go from three to four years of knowing those people and, you know, living right down the hall from them or being neighbors with them and just saying, yo, you want to hop on, hop on the PlayStation with me? And then you just walk over to the next room. You have like big old video game sessions and parties and shit. Like the, the ability to do that has definitely transitioned. Uh, it's not going to happen as often. I don't want to say if ever, I do believe if you wanted to do stuff like that again, you could, but the ability to do that after moving off campus or after graduating becomes far more difficult just because everybody starts splitting off into different paths of their life and career choices and so on and so socially there's going to be that shift that i it took me a while to adjust to so there's there's the social aspect of that and there's also the aspect there's also this sense of feeling lost or questioning what you're going to do after college you know for me i'm gonna be pursuing my law degree but for some people you know their bachelor's is exactly what they wanted and they don't wish to pursue any any master's degree or anything beyond that so now they're starting to look at well i need to get a job i would like to have my own house maybe i can get a roommate here and, da, da, da. and you start looking at all these other things and there's just this wave of responsibilities that feels like it's crashing down upon you and you know you just kind of i think that's part of where my panic came from is that i just felt like life was hitting me hard and you know like i said i just thought life was going to get boring and that i wasn't really going to see my friends anymore and it's not a case that you're not going to see your friends anymore it's just that you're not going to see them as often and so that's what makes that transition of getting out of college so difficult sometimes is recognizing that you go from seeing your and being around your friends on a on a daily basis to not seeing them i don't want to say not at all but definitely not seeing them as often like you might see them like every two or three weeks or may if you're lucky you might see them like once every week or so maybe set something up where you and the you and the guys go out grab a drink or whatever but you know you might see them every one once or so every month or every other month you also have to start taking more charge of your life the scariest thing of gra of graduating college is recognizing that your life is entirely what you decide and it is a beautiful and terrifying thing because it can be just as good as you want to make it or it can be just as bad as you want to make it the idea that you don't have to answer to any professor or you don't have you can't point fingers at anyone or anything else from here on out because whatever you choose to do with your life is entirely your choice and the only thing that's going to happen in your life is the results of said choices and so for me that was really scary because i'm always second guessing myself and i'm always questioning whether or not i'm making the right choice i, I think that's what terrified me the most about graduating college recognizing that my life and, it, and the direction of my life was fully within my hands and i didn't have to answer to anyone or anyone else anymore after that at least from an academic perspective like my my happiness or my success didn't ride on whether or not i passed this class and you know i didn't need to or you know the other thing is clubs i was part of countless clubs uh, and especially for athlete for college athletes 
I'd imagine it's even more difficult because if you don't plan on going professional or you end up not going professional, that hits hard because it's a sport that you have literally grown up with and excelled in for a major part of your life. And to go from uh, doing it consistently and winning championships and having a, a family like you know that's that's what made me love sports so much that's a big part of it that's a big part of just sports in general or what I love about sports is the level of support and knowing that your teammates got your back even if you don't always get along with them like you know at the end of the day your team is your team that's your squad and they got you to go from having that family basically ripped away from you and now saying well now you got to go get a job or you got to go get your masters you got to do this that and the, the other from living and breathing a sport to not being able to do it at all that's tough that is insanely tough that makes the transition even harder Part of what's helped me alleviate that fear is recognizing that there's more to life than this, than this moment and this time frame that we've spent or that we've shared in college. As far as the fear of not seeing friends as often or not seeing them again, yes, you won't be able to see them on a daily basis. However, our circles constantly change because the friends that you've made through college, you you didn't start off with, you know? I have my day ones or I have friends that I met freshman year, but no one, unless you both went to high school and ended up going to the same college, you didn't start with a, a, a set of friends or the, the friends that you call your close friends now you didn't start off with them from the very beginning even even in the in the sense of high school like you know you had to find or meet new people that you call that you call your friends now and so your social circle is always going to change i would say that that's one of the things that helped me de-stress about the idea of not seeing my friends again is that it opens the possibility of meeting new people and having new experiences or going out to new places and, and trying new things like it opens up more for if anything graduating college opens up your social spectrum as opposed to closing it and cutting it off so that's one way to look at it the other thing is you know i spoke about how terrifying it is that you have to take on such a level of responsibility for your life and where in the direction that you take it in and I'd say that although that level of power over yourself is very scary, recognize it as a luxury and be thankful for the fact that you even have a choice as to what you do with your life. Right now is the best moment to go after whatever it is that you want in life. Like on some Gary Vee level-ish, I'd say go after whatever you want in life and pursue it to the absolute fullest. Give it 110%. And in the off chance that that job or that, or that career or that idea or that project falls through and it fails, don't beat yourself up over it learn what you can from it and then find something else that you're passionate about or find something else that you think is interesting or think you'll be good for you in the long run and then go after that and just keep going life is not a straight path and when you start to embrace the unpredictability and the uncertainty of life that's when you start feeling a higher sense of freedom and a higher sense of happiness because you recognize that not everything will go right but at the same time not everything will go wrong as opposed to constantly thinking about the negative consequences of whether or not something fails have a have a level of faith 
that things can go right. Because once I started asking myself, uh, once I started telling myself, maybe it will go right. And I actually, not just that I told myself that, but I believed it and had faith. And then when things turned out, uh, turned all right, then everything was okay. Everything was okay. And it actually, it actually made me happier and doubt myself less on future decisions. And I still have times where I, I doubt myself or I doubt whether or not I'm making the right choice. But you have less of that once you start having more faith in your own word. And so that's how I think you should see this new level of power that we have over our own lives now that we're now that we're college graduates. I know that there's plenty more that I wanted to talk about. I know that there's plenty more that I wanted to say. But I think for the time being that this is a good time to wrap up this episode, at least for now. I'm sure that I will return on some of these topics in the near future. But in the meantime, I'm just happy to be back on this podcast. I'm happy to get keep the ball moving forward. And I hope that you and your loved ones and your family are staying safe during this time. And remember that you are not alone in this and that we are all working together to get through this situation. And we will get through this situation. So, thanks again for listening. Stay safe, stay blessed, y'all. Bye-bye. On my melody, diamonds are forever like my infinite thought. Like respect in the hood that can't be bought. Word up. Diamonds. Diamonds. Like a freshly cut diamond.